Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All righty. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, just uh, another guy who is uh, wishing that Donald Trump goes away. And uh, the sooner, the better. Uh, if you care about uh, the USA and you're not particularly uh, happy with the way the country is going, the uh, results speak for themselves. Uh, you can check out the article in the New York Post about this. And uh, you can say a lot of things about the New York Post, but uh, ultra-liberal isn't one of them. But you look at the facts. And do the facts support the idea that Donald Trump helped candidates or was like a toxic touch to candidates? The facts support the idea that he was a toxic touch for candidates. Better to have Oprah Winfrey's blessing than Donald Trump's blessing. And the Republicans are going to have some uh, they're going to have some serious reckoning to do about this situation. And again, this came up yesterday, but the uh, the. uh, the absolute worst thing would be Trump as a third-party candidate because we saw that movie before. It was the 1992 election that gave us Bill Clinton in the White House because Ross Perot with the giant sucking sound, well, the giant sucking sound was the votes being pulled away from George Herbert Walker Bush. Now, I have some strong feelings about the Bush family, which, let me just simply say, are not exactly complimentary, uh, but uh, his loss did uh, pave the way for Bill Clinton, and uh, it was Ross Perot who paved the way for the defeat of George Herbert Walker Bush. But uh, anyway, uh, good to have you with us. On I, I'm not really like the political talk show guy. We might get into some later on today, but uh, I think more people in Buffalo are talking about Josh Allen and his elbow and whether he should start on Sunday, then are talking about the results of the election. Most of you listening to this program right now, you didn't even vote on Tuesday. So if most people didn't even vote, I have to assume that there is a low threshold of interest in political stuff. If, if we had even a 50% voter turnout of people who could vote, I'd feel a little bit differently about it. But the voting public is such a minority of the adult population of the United States, it, it, it's almost humorous. And I didn't know until yesterday or the day before that Brazil actually uh, has a law where you basically, you must vote. No matter what, you must vote. 
so it's uh, it's kind of weird here in the United States. Um, and, and the fact of the matter is the Democrat Party, a couple of things about the Democrat Party. Number one, they know how to get the vote out. It is a very organized and efficient machine, and Democrat candidates do not snipe at other Democrat candidates before an election. They all come together. Uh, Biden, Clinton, Obama, they all come together to back the candidates they want. But it's interesting, too, the New York Post article, um, the, the New York Post article uh, well, I'll get back to the New York Post article. But the the other thing is um, the Republicans are just not very Machiavellian. See, the Democrats are brilliantly Machiavellian. They know how to get out their vote. They know how to do it. The Republicans are like blind people trying to feel an elephant and deciding what exactly it is. They don't know how to get out the vote. And in terms of Machiavellianism, they need to understand that in politics, you tell people, we're going to call this the Hochul rule. You tell people what they want to hear for the most possible votes, even if you don't really believe it yourself. You tell people what they want to hear. In other words... Abortion is a really big issue, apparently, with a lot of people, which, frankly, is kind of surprising to me because most people don't get abortions. Um, but it, it's been uh, portrayed as a w- woman's right issue. Now, forget about whether it's a child's right issue. It's a woman's right issue. So the uh, the Republicans would be well advised on any issue involving abortion to use the rule of Obama. And say, well, that's above my pay grade. Avoid the subject. Simply avoid it. Because you can't get in trouble for what you don't say. And I know that many of you don't want to hear this, but it is, it's, it's been proven true over and over again that the middle decides elections. The middle decides elections, and if the Republicans in particular um, do not win the middle, and as the older Republicans die off and younger people uh, who have been educated in a certain way become the voting public, hate to tell you this, but if the Republican Party is going to be a viable thing, it's going to have to go more to the middle. Otherwise, they're just not going to win. I mean, you've got a choice in life. You can have principles or you can have power. And with power, you can do anything. With principles, you know, it's kind of like winking at a girl in the dark. You know what you're doing. She doesn't, so it doesn't really do too much good. You know, it's good. It's uh, we used to call it mental masturbation back in the day. It just it, the, I, the Republican Party has uh, a lot of issues and a lot of problems. And uh, unfortunately, and I wish I could come to a different conclusion for you. But uh, unfortunately, uh, they've got a uh, they've got a Trump problem. And there's this uh, big uh, uh, divide where if you say anything against Donald Trump, my God, you're going to lose friends. You say anything like, you know what? Donald Trump really is a sniping crybaby who 
is willing to take out people in his own party just so he can stay at the center stage. And suddenly you become persona non grata with all your trade. You are a traitor against Donald Trump. Um, how about you're a loyalist to the United States and the Constitution, and you're also a realist and understand that the man might have had his day in the sun, okay? But that day in the sun is over. And if the Republicans want to get anywhere, uh, they're going to have to divorce Donald Trump and do whatever they can to keep him off of the national stage. The man is toxic. And look, folks, don't just take my word for it. I'm just an idiot big mouth in Buffalo, okay? Two-bit talk show host, idiot with a microphone. That's all I am. But look at all of the people hired by Donald Trump who lasted a very short time with Donald Trump who left Donald Trump saying, this guy is a giant flaming a-hole. These are people he hired. These are people he brought in. These are people he approved. And yet they stayed a very short period of time, and they left and said, this guy is nutty as a fruitcake. They can't all, you use your common sense, they cannot all be... Uh, liberal media lies. They cannot all be, ah, Donald Trump was set up by the left bringing somebody in who then stabbed him in the... It can't all be that Donald Trump is the only right person in the room and dozens of people he brought in and raved about when he brought them in leave saying, guys, I mean, well... Um, it can't be, it, let's put it this way. It, think about your own life, okay? Your own, your own life, okay? Um, if, if you have people in your life and on a regular basis, those people leave you and say, I don't know why I ever got so close to that person. And this happens over and over and over again. Even your work life, okay? If everybody with whom you've ever worked walks away saying, can't work with her, can't work with him, what is the common denominator in your work life? What is the common denominator in your personal life? It's you. <laughs> it is you. You are the common denominator. And sometimes as uncomfortable as it might be, you have to look yourself in the mirror and say, I am the problem. It's not everybody else. Clearly, there's something about the man or woman in the mirror that needs a little bit of adjustment. And Donald Trump lost me when he targeted Ron DeSantis. The, what did Ron DeSantis ever say about Donald Trump to earn an insult from Donald Trump? Donald Trump called him desanctimonious. Why? Why would you do that? That does, I'm sorry, you're going to call me not a team player? Does Donald Trump sound like a team player to you? Most of the people who are conservative Republicans with track records 
who were hired by Donald Trump left Donald Trump with a very bad taste in their mouth. So are they the problem? They're all a bunch of rhinos, or is Donald Trump the problem? And before you answer that question, go back and listen to what Donald Trump had to say about Ron DeSantis hours before the election. To sanctimonious. Really? There was no respite. There was not a retaliatory strike. That was a first strike by Donald Trump against somebody in his own party. And what's interesting about that is that snipe on DeSantis may actually have the boomerang effect on a lot of people like it did on me because I have been a Donald Trump supporter uh, from day one. I did not think he had a chance against Hillary Clinton until about a month before the election, okay? And it was still, eh, I didn't know if he was going to win or if he wasn't going to win. I didn't think he had a chance. And then I thought maybe he's got a chance, and as it turned out, he won. I thought for sure Donald Trump was going to win in 2020 against Joe Biden. And look, you want to call me an election denier? That's fine. Go back to 2016 and what leading Democrats had to say about the validity of that election and then tell me that election denying is only a function of right-wing asshats with tinfoil hats and survival cabins in Wyoming County, okay? It isn't. Everybody denies elections that they don't like. And I'm already getting emails from people uh, about the rigged elections on Tuesday. Well, I'll tell you what. If you're going to make claims, you need to provide evidence. You have to provide evidence, and it's got to be absolutely documentable, court-admissible evidence that there was chicanery and thievery going on. If 2020 taught people nothing else, it should be you had better stay on top of your base You'd better get your base to the polls. You'd better keep a very close eye on everything going on. And the minute you have any tangible, hard evidence of chicanery, you get the best lawyer you possibly can, and you go to court with the evidence. The evidence, because our whole system is based on the evidence, the evidence, the evidence, the evidence. And it is up to you if you're going to allege criminal electoral wrongdoing the onus is on the person bringing the charges to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the charges are true. The onus is not on somebody you didn't want to win the election to prove that they're innocent of anything or their minions are innocent of anything. Uh, but, you know, I, look, I, I voted for Donald Trump in 2016. I voted for Donald Trump in 2020. If he is the candidate in 2024, I will vote for Donald Trump unless he is a third-party candidate, in which case I learned the lesson of 1992 from Ross Perot, and I'm never going to make that mistake again, just like uh, I made a mistake supporting the Patriot Act. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Should have listened to some of you people, but I, I didn't. But um, I, I think that uh, the Republican hierarchy uh, needs to have a come-to-Jesus meeting with Donald Trump. And not be afraid to call out his selfishness, his need to be center stage at all time, 
and his obsessive need to uh, somebody call him like uh, the cheerleader who disses the other girl who wants to be a cheerleader so she can be at center stage. And I don't think that's that far from the truth, frankly. Um, And the ultimate question, if you are pragmatic, we might get into this later on. Maybe I shouldn't be talking about it so much right now, but maybe we get into it a little bit later on. The real issue is, did Donald Trump help the candidates on Tuesday, or was he the touch of death? And more often than not, his touch was the touch of death for candidates. So if that, that should tell you something about 2024. Because, again, you have to win the center. You have to win the middle. You have to win the people between the 35-yard lines, including midfield. you got to win those people over. And if you're pushing them away, then you're not going to win the elections. Again, Hochul's rule, tell people what they want to hear. Once you're in power, do something totally different. But tell people what they want to hear. In fact, I think the next Republican uh, presidential candidate should actually perform an abortion on video and put it up on YouTube. This is me performing an abortion. That would be huge. That'd be a big vote getter for the. I'm I'm, I'm only being slightly sarcastic, but I'm being a little bit uh, hyperbolic to make a point. All right, it is. Uh, all right, uh, well, if they're not MDs uh, or licensed uh, clinicians, they can uh, they can assist, uh, you know, as deputies or something. Anyway, it's uh, coming up on two twenty six at News Radio nine thirty W B E N, and I'm just going to say this one more time for right now: Donald Trump had me; he had my loyalty and fealty until he unilaterally and without provocation attacked. Ron DeSantis. At that moment, Donald Trump became in my rearview mirror. Donald Trump became a whiny little bitch. And I, I don't need a whiny little bitch in the White House. I don't need a whiny little bitch to destroy a political party. And frankly, the luster is gone. It, Any shred of respect or trust I had in Donald Trump went away when he insulted Ron DeSantis, who has built Florida into an amazing state with a multi-billion dollar surplus without even having a personal income tax. Tell you what, do yourself a favor. Figure out what you're paying in taxes in New York State for your income tax, and then multiply it by 12, you can get your annual income tax savings. If you move to Florida, you don't pay any of that in state income tax. And yet Florida has good roads. It has good schools. It has great trailer parks and strip joints. And it uh, they kind of go together, come to think of it. But, but I, look, I'm just saying, unless you're the owner. Uh, it is uh, 227 at News Radio 930 WBEN. I just spent a half hour doing what I said people weren't really interested in. I guess that makes me a total clown. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Pissed at me on Facebook. You get how many complaint calls you get, Josh? None. You didn't get a single complaint call. Now we can probably remedy that uh, in very short order. Uh, somebody said uh, on Facebook, "You're relying on mainstream media to form your opinions." Oh, give me a break. Would you like some more Kool Aid? Um, Donald Trump lost me all by his little whiny-ass bitchy self when he called Ron DeSantis Ron DeSanctimonious. I don't need any media person because, excuse me, I don't know how many years you have been in the media. I've been in the media for over 40 years. If you really think I need these idiots to form my opinion, you don't know me very well. I was a great guy, right, when I supported Trump all the way. Uh, because I, that was that was what you wanted, right? I mean, I was I was I was awesome then. But now that uh, facts have caused me to change my opinion, suddenly I'm a tool of the mainstream media. Suddenly I'm a traitor. Donald Trump is the traitor. He's the one who sniped at Ron DeSantis without any provocation. Traitor to the Republican Party, and again. If Donald Trump's candidates had scored big victories on Tuesday, perhaps we could have a little different discussion. But his touch was the touch of death. So if you want to side with a guy who is a loser, then go ahead and side with a guy who's a loser. Um, if you want, you, you, you can have principle or, or you can have power. And if, if you want power, you got to maybe lie about your principles sometimes. Or maybe keep them uh, somewhat, uh, uh, somewhat, uh, shall we say, muted. Um, I don't know, Josh. I was going to do something else to start off the show. You think I should just stick with this? Yeah, all right. You know what? I'll do this for a little while. Just keep something in mind. I really hate talking about politics. And I really wonder how many people actually care about politics because... The ridiculous minority of people actually voted on Tuesday. So I'm going to ask you the question, is it time to turn the page on whiny-ass crybaby Donald Trump? I'm sorry, let me rephrase that. Is it time to uh, turn the page on Donald Trump? For all of the reasons I have cited, it's the logical thing to do. His candidates did not win. They did not win. He's not going to move the center if he runs. He will not win if he runs. If his candidates couldn't win, for the most part, if they couldn't win on Tuesday with crime and inflation and your 401k being in the toilet, tell me how it's going to be any different two years from now. It's not. 
You want to get on a freight train that's going off a cliff, be my guest. You know, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. Ron DeSanctimonious, that's when I got lost. That's when I said, okay, done. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, this is uh, Joyce in uh, Newstead. Joyce, uh, give me your take on this. I'm with you 100%, Tom. When I saw that, I was like, you have got to be kidding me. Why? Why? We don't need that right now. And, and what, were your feeling, what, what were your feelings on Donald Trump before he unilaterally sniped at Ron DeSantis? Were you on Team Trump? Because I was. Oh, I was with him from day one. I was one of the first people to put a Trump sign out on my lawn. Of course, it got stolen, you know, two weeks later. But, no, I was with him from day one. But, no, that pill just didn't go down too well. I just don't see what he gained from that besides Uh, stoking his ego. uh, I don't understand why he felt the need to say it. Hours before a big primary you attack a guy who who espouses many of your values, but his last name isn't Trump? What? Why? Yeah. yeah. So what, no, what do you them. say, uh, Joyce, what do you say to the people who are, are saying, let's see, I, I, I've been bought out by the mainstream media, which, which is absolutely hilarious, um, that I'm a traitor to Donald Trump, that I'm a bandwagon Trump person, what what do you say to those people if they said that to you? What do you say? I say I don't watch anything the mainstream media puts out, so you can check that off the list. And just like you, if he is the nominee, I will vote for him. But no, that just pushed me back. I said I just don't see why at this point in time, we don't need that in our party. Our party's already struggling enough as it is without now our two top contenders. And then he made another comment after that one about him. Oh, I got dirt on him. I know more. So, I mean, it wasn't just that. Then it was another dig. And I think he's the one falling into the mainstream media's trap. That's exactly what they wanted him to do. And guess what? He's doing it. That's really he's a great point. It. I, I wish I'd have thought of that. Can I steal that, Joyce, and pretend I made it up? You, you can steal that all you want. We're all on the same team here. Well, we're not. See, we're, we're not because I, I have officially been booted now from a whole bunch of people's lives, or so I'm led to believe, uh, for my Facebook post and what I've had to say about Donald Trump over the course of the past two days. Well, I'm not a, you know, I'm not in the um, field you're in, so I don't do Facebook. And personally, I could give one rat's ass about what anybody has to say about what I feel and what I say. Because basically, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I know more than you do about almost any topic. So don't tell me where you, how do you know that? How do you not know that is the question, okay? How do you not know that? Yeah, yeah. So I don't really take other people's opinions to heart. And it's that I was a loyal Trump supporter. I, I was one of the first ones to put a flag out there on my front lawn. So, no, this is his own doing. 
I don't think he's going to be unseated, though. I really don't. Well, I, I have uh, I, I have no idea what, what is going to happen with uh, Donald Trump. It uh, See, one of the things – see, what the Democrats are going to do is they're going to make sure in states where, where, that have open primaries, they're going to make sure that Donald Trump is the Republican nominee because they believe, and yeah. I think with good reason, that Donald Trump yeah. is open for an ass-whooping. Yes, yes. And i got to put another point in, too, though. I mean – I don't know how much trust I really had in Tuesday night's election. And I'm not trying to be, oh, you guys all lost, Joe, boo-hoo. I think a lot of us have lost a lot of faith in our election. Uh, Okay, but uh, here's the thing. Here's, Here's my response to that. If anybody has solid facts that there was criminality, going on with the elections, solid facts, documentable facts, then present them to the people. Uh, present them to the people. Take them to court. But you got to have facts. Yeah, but back in 2020, I mean, I saw plenty of evidence. Plenty. I mean, tapes, hearings, this, that, you name it. 2,000 mules. I mean, the evidence was there, but it just didn't seem like we could bust through with anything with it. And I think just a lot of the American people just go, hey, hey, the election's over. Hey, is Josh Allen back for the game Sunday? You know, I mean, that's the feeling I get. Uh, Yeah, well, see, my sense sense is with the allegations of voter fraud, okay? Um, And by the way, I don't disagree with you about 2020. I do believe it was a stolen election, but it's a belief. It is something I cannot prove. And if you're going to make – one of the things – this is – I've done the Hochul lesson, uh, and and here's the Bowerly lesson. If you're going to make allegations that sound a little bit out there, you need to present – the evidence. And if I could prove that stealth technology and all kinds of chicanery was going around my house uh, with photographs, affidavits, facts, then certainly the lawyers of the Republican Party uh, would be able to gather evidence of widespread fraud cheating and chicanery. I was one guy and I proved something that should have been unprovable. Greatest achievement of my professional life, I might add. Well, I, I haven't. I, you know what? I drive all over the place. I'm all over Erie County here, there. I have seen one, one Kathy Hochul sign. One. Doesn't matter. Signs don't vote. No. I mean, yeah. we, we, yeah. we made that point on election day. Signs <laughs> don't vote. If signs voted, Carl Palladino would have been elected to Congress on Tuesday. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, And, yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying I've seen this or that. I'm just saying my own personal feelings. I really don't trust our elections anymore. All right. Thank you. Joyce, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. Look, and Joyce is not alone. There are a lot of people who don't trust the elections. And uh, there are two things I would actually say. Number one, get your lawyers The GOP needs to have the very finest lawyers to gather evidence and produce facts to people. Because you guys in the GOP, you have a hell of a lot more resources than I did with my situation. I was one guy.
and you got a whole bunch of people that you can call upon. Number two, one of the best ways to get around cheating is to make sure you have so many people showing up that there isn't a possibility of cheating. That if, if you if the other side did cheat, you could say, well, that's impossible because 60 to 70 percent of the voters were Republican. And we had a call um, yesterday from an election inspector who said in, in her sector that the uh, Josh, who said that uh, uh, she she personally witnessed a lot more Democrats coming out to vote than she had expected to see. And the caller said that she was very, very concerned with all of the Democrats who came out to vote. So one of the ways you can actually beat and defeat cheating is by actually getting your people to the polls. And the Republican Party, they don't know how to street fight. I don't know any any other way to put it. And the Republican Party would be wise to read Machiavelli's The Prince, because in the past five, six hundred years— Past thousands of years. Do you think anything has changed with politics? Nothing changes with politics. Nothing. It is all about a bunch of narcissists who need validation from people who want to rule other people. In many ways, today's politicians, and I don't care what side of the fence they're on, are pretty much the moral equivalent of uh, the Emperor Commodus in the movie Gladiator. And there's something to be said for a Machiavellian strategy uh, to gain power and to keep power. And uh, it, it, it's always going to be uphill for the GOP, but I don't think it's an insurmountable task. But they, they, need, uh, they need Bill the Butcher—there's another Gangs of New York reference— they need Bill the Butcher types to, uh, to uh, cow the people into voting. Hey, um, you know what? It, it, we notice you're Republican, and you you haven't gone out to vote yet. Gee, it'd be a real shame if a brick went through your front window. Again, that's an exaggeration, but uh, kind of not really because it's how you got to play the game. You got to be down and dirty and nasty, and it's just that's that's politics, man. That's politics. Did Commodus fight Gladiator fair and square? No, he stabbed him first before they actually went hand-to-hand in combat. Anyway, um, and I realize it was a fictitious story, please understand. It is, uh, but the points are valid. Uh, Let's get back to the calls. This is John on Grand Island. John, you are on. Hello. Hi, Tom. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Um, (laughs) Nice talking to you again. Uh, I just, like, people don't know when to keep their mouths shut. And, like, and, and Donald Trump, it's just been spewing off, and sometimes this happens. You'll see it at a bar that people keep on opening up their mouth and making a conversation that can turn into arguments worse and worse and worse, and then all of a sudden it explodes. And and, and this happens in different situations. He he should have been very quiet during this whole um, political event. And it, it could have helped out so many people if he just would have been, like, supporting them but being quiet. But he did certain things, and and it was just being rude to, to people, and that's how he's been. But the media also has done this um, since the start. They, they're the ones that actually started him. 
when he came down those escalators and there that escalator and, and they and they had him from the start that they wanted to make him a showpiece. And he thinks he's still a showpiece, but he should be kind of quiet right now. And I, I don't know what else to say about that. Uh, well, again, let's just operate on the basic premise that you can't get in trouble for stuff you don't say. And if somebody right. can show me how Donald Trump helped the Republican Party on Tuesday, I'm all ears. If somebody can can show me how Donald Trump helped the Republican Party in 2020, I'm all ears. Yeah, and, and what you just said, if you, if, you, if you don't say anything, you're not going to get in trouble. <laughs> it's like, once you say somebody else is stupid, then, then they're going to say, "Why did Why did you just say that?" <laughs> like, I, okay, so I, I, I have to, I have to defend myself, or just say, "Okay, I agree with you." But he's telling people at times, you know, the Democrats are like are stupid. They're not stupid. They're smart people. They just like they're doing their own thing. Republicans are doing their own thing, and the, it, it, but he gets in the midst of everything. And he kind of muddies the water. Well, I mean, to me, uh, Donald Trump would be like a guy. Have you seen All Quiet on the Western Front on Netflix? No, I, I'm sorry. Well, okay. Uh, okay, Donald Trump to me has become a guy who um, drops a grenade in his own trench. That, I don't know any other way to put it. He's a guy who drops a grenade in, in his own trench. I mean, dude, you need to save it for other people and maybe hold back your fire, know when to fire. The old expression, don't shoot until you see the whites of their eyes. I'm not talking about firearms um, in anything but a metaphorical sense. Sometimes you got to know when to hold your fire. Sometimes you got to know when to shut up. There's a lot of times I've wanted to say stuff on the air, and I've thought to myself, you know what, I don't gain anything with that. Yeah, and we don't want to go with the Kenny Rogers thing, but it still it means a lot. And, Tom, just by the way, when you call me dude, I'm a chef. You call me chef, dude. Um, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I use dude, bruh, bro, love. Can I call you sweetheart? You can call me chef, sweetheart, too. All right, chef, sweetheart. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> thank you very much uh, for the uh, phone call. I appreciate it um, very much. All right, uh, I'll, I'll take a few more calls on uh, Donald Trump and what you want Donald Trump to do. And, again, the facts are there for anybody to see. I'll steal a phrase from Thomas Jefferson, not George Jefferson, but Thomas Jefferson, that uh, it, 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 it let the facts come uh, above board and candidly to the world. Donald Trump's candidates lost. They lost on Tuesday. Why did Donald Trump's candidates lose? Because if you're a Republican, you need to win the center and being touched and graced by Donald Trump was enough to turn off the center against you. And frankly, the abortion stuff, that didn't help the Republicans either. The timing of that decision by the Supreme Court actually couldn't have been worse. I didn't realize what a big issue that was for a lot of people, even people in the middle. So if you're a Republican, uh, just, you know what, don't say anything about abortion. Just do the Obama do the Obama sidestep. Abortion, you say? Well, that's above my pay grade. Done. Done. And as far as changing positions, uh, boy, uh, Obama sure did that with gay marriage. Remember that? And, and for that matter, so did a lot of the black religious community. 
our black brothers and sisters' religious community. They were 100% against gay marriage. Uh, it's not real cool in certain quarters to be a homosexual. But the minute Obama said, I'm all for gay marriage, because Biden basically made him uh, do that, um, suddenly all of the religious leaders, they it's like they were bathed in the river of gay and came out saying, well, we support gay marriage too now. Like, really? Wow. That was fair. It was rather abrupt, wasn't it? It is uh, 256. But again, tell people what they want to hear. Once you're in office, anything's fine. Anything's fine. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.